0: Hey, this is Kat Kahn from Knoxville, Tennessee, and Tanya Rice from Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are grateful you've joined us, and we cannot wait to share with you the musings of a couple of yogis.
1: We hope you learn, laugh, and enjoy, and we hope you will share with us any of your comments or questions. Without further ado,
0: this is Two Pittas on a Pod. Hey, Kat. Hey, Tanya. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How was your long weekend?
0: It was really fantastic. I think maybe the first recorded Memorial Day weekend in history that didn't have a stitch of rain. Wow. Well, and that is all lucky, well and good for the campers, but not so amazing for the farmers with new crops. But it's all good. It was lovely. Uh I feel like I had the perfect mix of getting a lot of shit done and having a lot of downtime to do no shit. (laughs)
1: <laughs> isn't that nice to you know edward walked in because i don't ever just relax and he walked in yesterday and he's like what are you doing and what what, what do you want to do next and he was fluttering around and i i was sitting on the couch watching love it or list it <laughs> and i looked up at him i was like this is what i'm doing i'm not doing anything else he goes really and i said <laughs> yeah and he goes well i think i'll sit here and watch it with you <laughs> perfect so it was a great day
0: just to relax. Yeah, yeah yeah i think so yeah. so what are we talking about today
1: we're talking about strength training and I'm very excited about talking about that. You know, we have to work on our flexibility. We have to work on our respiratory endurance and we have to work on our strength because right? it's part of our overall fitness program. And it's not just to look sexy in your bathing suit in the summer. I mean, you really need to strength train for your overall fitness.
0: Yeah, it is an important balance. You know, we as yogis, we're like, well, you know, yoga is super great because you can do resistance training you can do flexibility training and you can do strength training all in one kind of fell swoop but there is a little bit to be said for especially post injury and maybe under medical care to do a little bit of weight training when you're trying to rebuild specific things like bone density and you know recover post surgery and also you know recover post like broken bones like the necessity to do some weight bearing and mm-hmm. obviously if you've been injured don't weight bear until you've been told you're allowed to wait yeah. <laughs> but there is some importance to it in terms of overall body health yeah for mm-hmm. sure yeah
1: absolutely and a lot of people um i i know you have heard this too well i don't want to do any strength training until i lose weight uh, because they feel like that well and it is true muscle does weigh more than fat it's size pound per i mean if you're taking up the size space but it also helps increase your metabolism just by i mean just setting down you're going to burn more calories if you have more muscle than if you are have more more fluff so it's just it's important for keeping your bones strong because we want to stress those bones and strength training helps increase our bone density and reduce the risk of osteoporosis and you know I always thought that was something only my grandmother had to worry about. But you can start getting developing osteoporosis pretty young in life. So, mm-hmm. you know, and so you do need that strength pr- training for that also, but to manage your weight, like I just said, it can help you lose weight because it increases your metabolism. It increases your quality of life because then you're able to do more stuff. I was training one of my clients the other day and she was talking about how much of a struggle it is to get up and down out of the floor. And a lot of our people in yoga say they can't get up and down out, out of the floor because of lack of flexibility or whatever, but it, hers was literally, her quads were not strong enough to yeah. enter, enter hand and her butt and her glutes were not strong enough to help her get up out of the floor that was a big deal for her as far as just quality of life being able to do things that she wants to do every day and it stuck in their mind that well i don't belong to a gym i don't i don't want to go to a gym with a bunch of sweaty bodybuilders it doesn't have to be like that So, you know, but it can overall, I think the benefits you can gain are worth being a little uncomfortable if you want to go to a gym, but you can create your own space at home and do your weight training and uh, strength training at home.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, maybe it's one of those things where it's important for us to talk about the difference between resistance versus strength training, because there maybe is some misconceptions as to what that difference is, right? Like you think about using rubber bands, right? Rubber mm-hmm. bands is not actually weight bearing that's resistance training, right? Like you're using your body strength to fight against something that's resisting you, aka the rubber band, right? Yeah. Whereas strength training is actually isolating a muscle and then using a weight or a resistance to create flexion in a muscle or building what we would say body of muscle where so I think a big focal point for most people is, is resistance training helps create lean muscle mass whereas strength training helps to create dense muscle mass and like you said when it comes to fat burning strength training is required yes resistance training will get you nine tenths the way, but it's that strength training piece that's going to get you over the hump. A lot of Mm -hmm. times people are like, oh, I was doing really good. I lost all these pounds. And then I plateaued and got stuck. Right. Mm -hmm. And this is where strength training can play that that component to help get you over that next hurdle in your weight loss journey.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And strength training can also help you manage uh, chronic conditions as well. If you have back pain, You know, so not only just building stronger bones with strength training and resistance training, but you can help with arthritis, help with back pain, help with heart disease, depression. It's a big one to help with depression. I mean, and not just strength training, but any kind of cardio and, you know, mind body like yoga can help with that. But it also sharpens your thinking skills. Regular strength training and aerobic activity improve our thinking and learning skills, especially as we age.
0: Yeah. And so then, you know, like we talk about the difference between strength training and resistance training, but we should also talk about there's kind of two kinds of strength training and you and I are not referring to bodybuilding or hardcore lifting to what we would call max failure, right? Like there's, there's strength training where they talk about low reps, maximum weight, low reps to failure and fatigue. That's where they're trying to build both. Bulk muscle, and that's not what we're referring to. We're referring to strength training that is maybe higher reps, lower weights, and in that target heart rate, so that you're actually burning fat, building muscle mass, but not bulk muscle, and you're creating that healthy resistance and strength in the body that like you said, it's going to build a little bit of cardio, it's going to help you burn fat, but it's also going to help you build muscle in its replacement. And it's also helping you build bone density at the same time.
1: Yeah, and you mentioned bulking. And I did want to address that because women, I have had so many personal training clients that come in and go, well, I'll lift weights, but I don't want to get bulky. Women really can't. They We just don't have enough testosterone. And my body responds very fast to weight training. And even as fast as it responds, I would really have to take testosterone to get bulky. But it's also a lot on the number of reps. I'm real strong. I can lift pretty heavy weights, but I don't, like when I teach a yoga sculpting class, it challenges you, but it's a different kind of challenge because it's really, it's not, the weights are not heavy enough to really challenge me personally. So if you're doing bicep curls with a two pound weight and expecting to get beautiful biceps, it's probably not going to happen because not many people can do 12- you know, eight to 15, somewhere in that rep range of bicep curls with a two pound or a five pound weight and work to that edge where they're where that last one or two, they're really feeling like, oh, I might not be able to get this one. And so I I do see, and my mom is a person I can point out to because she'll sit there and watch TV with, one pound weights doing this all day. And it's really doing, and I'm, I'm showing, you know, swinging bicep curls. It's really not doing anything for her because the weight is so light that she's not challenging anything. So wearing out her elbow joint <laughs> when she starts flinging it around. So you do want to, when you're strength trained, you want to challenge yourself enough that you're feeling that work at the end.
0: Yes, for sure. the the idea of knowledge that you've done some work, but mm-hmm. not to the point of burnout.
1: Yeah. Well, and if you decide you want to put together a program at home, you can put together a program with body weight. You know, which we do a lot of body weight things in yoga. But you can do body weight things like push ups and pull ups and planks and lunges and squats. You can use the resistance tubing, like you just mentioned, and that's really an. I love using resistance tubing, but it's definitely more of a muscular endurance activity. Free weights, it's really easy to pick up some barbells and dumbbells, and you can create a whole at-home workout with just a few sets, really, just depending on what kind of work you do. You can even use soup cans or fill up jugs of Uh, milk jugs with water you can use machine weights like they have at the gyms or suspension the cable suspension training systems that they have but they also have things like uh, do you remember the total gym system you could buy for home i had that for a while chuck norris demonstrated that one but so there's a lot of things that you can do that can make it easy and you don't have to think that you're going to be setting or setting at home working out with weights for an hour you can get a pretty good body workout Got in in 20 minutes and yeah. get results.
0: Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, you and I have touched on stability and we've touched on strengthening and bone density. What we need to touch on too is a little bit about balance and endurance. Mm -hmm. Because what people also don't realize is that by doing strength training, you are building some endurance too, which if you've been doing yoga or you've been walking or whatever is your regular activity, what people don't realize is that when you supplement and add in weight training, it will actually help to improve your other activities.
1: Absolutely. It, It
0: acts as that fortifier, we'll say, because when we're doing you know strength training what we're doing is we're you know over oxygenating muscles and we're creating muscle strength we're rebuilding tissue and all of that is going to help contribute to your other activities and and improve them. But something else that we should also bring up is that if you are not doing exercise like yoga where you have regular stretching and you add in strength training, you need to be mindful to do proper stretching post-strength training so that you don't create new injuries or introduce new in- injuries to the body. So if, if you already have a regular yoga routine or a regular stretching routine and you add strength in, you're likely to probably be okay. But if you don't have a regular stretching routine and you add in strength, you do need to be mindful to do proper stretching after your strength or alternate days so that you're not creating repetitive stress injuries.
1: Mm -hmm. Yep. Very good points. Some people have asked me if because they are like, you know, I came to the yoga studio because I don't want to go to a gym. So can't I get the strength training in yoga alone? And if you asked a, a mul- multitude of fitness professionals that question, you would get a variety of answers because it is a lot body weight focused, like we mentioned earlier. But you can do high intensity interval training, the HIT training in different styles of yoga. So really the bottom line depends on what you're doing. We, like I've mentioned, we have a yoga class at the studio that we use weights in. For some people that bring it, and some people that bring their own weights that are heavier weights, they definitely get strength training in that class. And For people to use lighter weights, it's more muscular endurance, but they're still challenging the muscle. They're just not getting the bone built, the bone strengthening as much. But sometimes, even if you just go to a beginner class, sometimes those beginner classes require a lot more muscular effort because you're holding the poses longer. You may not move as quickly. And sometimes that's a lot harder to do. You can also build strength in Ashtanga yoga classes. They build tons of upper body strength. And I will tell you, doing just push-ups with your own body weight, you are definitely challenging your muscles and the bones. You can build strength in vinyasa classes because that's kind of more of a whole body approach depending on the teacher and the class. I teach a lot of vinyasa. In my Monday night class, we get a lot of upper body work, but we also get a lot of lower body work. And that's the same with my Tuesday and my Friday class, but my Friday class is more lower body. And let's see, Iyengar yoga is very, very slow paced with incredibly long holds. So that can challenge your muscles in a lot of different ways. You can also get a lot of isometric. Metric contraction yoga. And that's a challenge to the muscles. I mean, sit around and do a lot of uh, holding your belly in tight. And especially if you can get on all fours and pull your belly in tight without moving your back, get that uh, deep transverse abdominus engaged and you that you won't be able to hold it real long. So you can add weights to yoga or choose a certain kind of yoga that you're going to get those strength benefits from.
0: Yeah, for sure. And consider too, you know, like you said, any type of yoga class where you're doing long holds, static holds, any type of yoga class where you're adding in weights or sculpting classes or you know, adding in the benefit of some hand weights. And and that's not even a requirement, especially if strength training is new for you and or yoga is new for you. Yeah, like you said, a beginner's class, sometimes you come out the gate, even if you're an advanced yogi and you go back and hey, the, the only class you could take on Tuesday was a beginner's class, you'll find that might kick your ass.
1: Yeah, Because
0: <laughs> you've been so checked out, you know, racing in and out of your vinyasas that you forgot to stand still. And then when you stood still, you were like, what the hell? It feels (laughs) like I haven't done yoga in a year. And yet you were here yesterday, right?
1: Uh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, one thing we lightly touched on aging and resistance. One thing I failed to mention is that by by the time we're in our late 30s or our Early 40s, most of us are losing muscle mass at the rate of about 5% a decade. That's scary. That is kind of crazy. Yeah. And that precipitates that slide into becoming more dependent on others to do things for you because you can't do it. You're also a lot more frail. Well, I, I do like to make people practice getting up and down out of the floor, but you remember that commercial, Help, I Fall and I Can't Get Up. I don't want anyone I know to be that person and people that are older. And I, when I talk about older, I'm literally talking about age 40 and above, age 38 and 40 and above. So it's not just 70-year-olds or 80-year-olds, but older people that lift weights can slow or even reverse that descent towards dependence. And who doesn't want to be independent as long as you can?
0: So do you have favorite books that you like to recommend when it comes to strength training? I know I have a couple and I bet you do too.
1: I do. And two of mine are a bit surprising uh, because they're old as crap. Um, <laughs> one is uh, these are the first and the only reason I'm mentioning these, these were the very first weight training books I ever owned. And they are old as crap. You cannot get them, I don't think, in a regular bookstore anymore unless they special order it. But one is called Appeal by Rachel McLish. Hard Bodies by Gladys Portuguese. And they were big bodybuilders like in the 90s. I read each one of those books. I must have read them 10 times each. But a more current updated book that I do like a lot is The Strength. I'm trying to find the author. The S- Science of Strength Training, Understanding the Anatomy and Physi- Physiology to Transform Your Body by Austin Current. The thing about the this book that I really like it goes it talks about human physiology so it breaks down muscular anatomy how the how the muscles work so it gives you a lot of understanding as to why you're doing what you're doing but then it goes into the strength exercises and it has them broken down into the leg chest shoulders back arms abs and then after that it also has a preventing injury Section And then how to train. So if you want to do a beginner strength training, it's got to work out for you on that. Or if you want to just build muscle, it's got to work out for that. Um, so it's, it's a very good intro to uh, understanding why the whys of strength training.
0: Cool. I'm actually surprised that you didn't mention the, is it the Tracy, was the book that you have where she runs you through the 30 day change Was the book?
1: Help me out. The Optimal Health book? Yeah. Tiffany Krushank.
0: That's it. That's Mm -hmm. the one.
1: She doesn't go into a whole lot of strength training in that. So that's why I didn't mention Uh, it. Well, I can cut that
0: part out then. Yeah. I thought that that was one.
1: Yeah. I think she's a little bit more on the food side and moving, but Mm -hmm. I do like her.
0: Yeah, I got you. So I do have two books. One of them is... The 30 Day Method with Tracy Anderson. And her book is, you know, kind of a well-rounded book and does have like cardio and strength training in it too. Um, Another one that you and I have been talking about a lot lately is the new book that I bought by Scott Hogan called Book, uh, called Book, called Built from Broken. And that book has really created some eye openers for me. And you know, my history of Broken, like, right, like, um, most everybody who's, you know, listened to our podcast or knows that I am like six time knee surgery and I've had at least three major breast surgeries so for me being built from broken first of all touches my heart a little bit because Mm -hmm. I do consider myself broken and to know that I could build something out of that is pretty fantastic right but just the specificity of the science behind it as well because you also know that I'm a big science nerd so being (laughs) able to you know read the why of how it works and the intelligence of how. Uh, He teaches you the importance of strength training to recreate and literally rebuild your life. It's not even just about rebuilding your body, but it's about getting your life back. And, you know, that's an important piece, too, because like you brought up before, it's a lot of mental that goes into the game of strength training. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of mental stamina that's required to do it. But it also changes your mental outlook once you're done. And that's what plays such a big role on mental well-being and mental recovery when you're working strength training.
1: I love that. Love, love, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I did get the book because you've talked about it so much. So I have not even cracked it yet, but I have it. So I am anxious to look through it.
0: Cool. I do want to. I'm going to pause. Wait one second, because there is one more book, Thinner, Leaner, Stronger by Michael oh. Matthews.
1: I don't have that book, but I have seen it, I think.
0: Yeah. That's a great
1: book, too. Um, I have one in my shopping cart that I haven't bought, but I'm interested in. It's called Strength Training for Women Over 40 by Nancy Peterson. And it's one of the top ranked books on Amazon with 98% five star rating. Wow. So I haven't bought it yet because I'm kind of waiting for some kind of an insert into it because I kind of want to see what it had, what it says. I don't like buying books if I don't know more if about them. you can't them. see them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: so. I hear you. So moral of the story, for those of you listening, if you do not have some sort of strength practice, in your life, we can, we can say from deep down in our hearts that we think it's very important that you consider it.
1: Absolutely. It's
0: a necessary tool. <laughs> Perfect. I'm Kat Kahn. And I'm Tanya Rice. And this is Two Pittas on a Pod
1: signing off. Thank you for listening to Two Pittas on a Pod. We're grateful you joined us. Join us again for more musings of A Couple of Yogis. We hope you learned, laughed, and
0: enjoyed this podcast, and we hope you will share your comments or questions.
1: Email us at two on a pod at gmail.com and like us on Facebook and
0: Instagram at twopittasonapod.